The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here is Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I am so glad that you can join me today. Today, we are going to be talking about why am I stuck? Why am I not healing? And, you know, it's something that happens to everybody. But before we get into that, I would like to say that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase. Please always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. And before we get started, again, I'd like to let everybody know that you can find me on Facebook on my page, The Healing Whisper, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. I'd also like to mention that starting in the month of May, you can also find me on voiceamerica.tv. And uh, I'll tell you a little bit more about that at the end of the show. So, being stuck, as far as healing is concerned, is something that happens to everyone. And the thing about it is, it's a little bit about like losing weight. People find they get stuck, plateaued, if you will, on losing weight. And it's a common thing. But when it comes to illness, it can be a very frustrating thing. So the thing that I would like to say right off the top is don't get frustrated. Don't get angry. Especially don't get angry. It, If you do, it just will stall things out more. Because what frustration and anger does is it lowers your vibration. Now, what I mean by that is that when we are healthy, we vibrate or well, vibrate is the best word for it. We, we vibrate at a high frequency. Think of it as something that when you hear a real high note on music, that is considered a high frequency. 
And then there's the low notes, which are a lower frequency. And yes, our bodies vibrate at different frequencies. And when we are happy, when we are healthy, when we are doing well in life, we vibrate at a high frequency. So if you're getting angry, if you're getting frustrated about not healing, it's lowering your vibration. You don't want to have lowered vibration. You want to have a high vibration because that will assist in healing. And if you're getting angry or frustrated or any other negative emotion that you might be having as you're on your healing journey, then that could very well be a sign that there are some more issues involved that uh, you may not have realized are there that would uh, the issues themselves need to be healed before the physical issue can be healed. And by the way, I'm not going to be talking just about physical issues when I talk about healing. I can be talking, we can be referencing towards spiritual issues, physical issues, as well as issues of the mind, which are all three different things, but they are all three interconnected as far as healing is concerned. I do want to give you a little aside while we were talking about vibration high to heal. I recently, here's just a personal story. Three three weeks ago, four weeks ago, I took a fall. Yeah, it was a total klutz thing that happened. I tripped and I fell and I hit my left knee really hard on a cement sidewalk. And that was the knee that uh, was really injured badly in a car accident. So, The fall just, shall I say, re-injured the knee. I went to my healthcare provider, a chiropractor, that has some instruments to help increase the healing speed and take away the pain and inflammation. The two things is a cold laser and the other thing was called is called pulse magnetic therapy. And essentially, what these things do is provide a high vibrational energy directly into where the injury was. And I knew that this was something that would help the healing of my knee. And yes, it did. But we're talking about vibration and energy and raising that vibration and energy. So now, coming back around to if you're not healing as fast as you want to, and you're getting frustrated and you're getting emotions involved with this healing or this disease or condition that you're fighting, then that is something that is lowering your vibration, 
and lowering your healing speed. So don't expect any energy healings to be like traditional methods of medical treatments because your expectations may not be met as quick. Yes, energy healing can be very fast. And yes, it can be a lot slower. It just depends upon the person and their belief system and everything along those lines. So allopathic medicine is not necessarily healing. Yes, you can get healing from allopathic medicine, like infections or trauma. And yes, we depend greatly on our current medical system for healing of these things. Good Lord, there are ways to heal infections through natural methods, and sometimes those natural methods can actually be better. But sometimes we actually do need to take a medication for an infection. We can't rule that out. The real question is, what is that medication doing to your level of vibration? And with trauma, we know that physical trauma, emotional trauma, and spiritual trauma can really bring us down, down, down. And allopathic medicine is only concentrated on the fixing of that physical trauma. And yes, they're very, very good at that. But then it's our job as us, the human us, to do the rest of the healing. And yeah, sometimes a physical trauma can be so severe that the body is really at a loss as to how to heal. And yes, there are energetic methods to reteach the body what normal needs to be. And things like those pills, things like a surgery, things like energy medicine or even meditations don't heal. Guess what? It is you that heals. Your body will heal itself. It was built to heal. Your mind can heal itself and your spirit. We were never designed or created to be low energy, low vibrating individuals. So it is not the thing that heals. It is the you that heals. So here, here's a little aside, and, and it, this is just me, that I like to have what is a definition of something. And you know, in the medical world, according to the F, 
FDA, the Federal Drug Administration here in the United States, to cure something just means the absence of signs and symptoms. That means you are cured. And if you look at that definition, they're already, they have created the cure for cancers because you don't have the signs and symptoms of the cancer. But you've got lots of signs and symptoms of everything else. And then the definition of healing is the absence of disease or disease, if you really want to put that word as a whole. Healing is the absence of the disease, not the absence of the signs and symptoms. It is the absence of the disease. So if you're looking for healing, you're looking for the absence of the disease. If it is a physical disease, let's just say you have a bad cold. When the cold goes away, when the flu goes away, you have healed. You haven't been cured, you have healed. So, you're stuck. What do you do now? Well, folks, there are lots of things that you can do to get unstuck. When we come back from the break, we'll get started on that. Don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandra Bali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. 
That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and today we are talking about how to get unstuck from a healing journey and uh, or get off the plateau of whatever it is that you're trying to heal. And so what now? You know you're stuck. Things don't seem to be progressing. You're doing everything that you think is right to do. Well, there are a few questions that uh, you should be asking yourself. And First of all, first question is, are you relying on a pill, a healing modality, another person to get you to heal? And if that is the case, then you probably will never heal because it is you that does the healing. Now, second question, why are you sick? Why do you have a particular disease? And you may hear that and say, well, duh, I've got it because I've got it. It's it's a little more involved than that. Yeah, an infection or a trauma, yeah, you, you've got that disease because you've got it. And uh, you got an infection. But what about other diseases? Let's just say you've got a situation with, let's just say, asthma. That is a disease of the respiratory system. And in the teachings of our beliefs, that has to do with goodness. Our belief about ourselves surrounding are we good enough. I have gone over these in several different shows, so I will go over them real quickly right now. And so if you have a disease of the endocrine system, which is your hormonal system, that is an issue surrounding your beliefs about love of your skin and the integument system, that is joy. Of your gut, which is your stomach, your intestines, and from the throat down to the stomach, that is about peace. If you're having a problem with your immune system, that is about patience. And your central nervous system is about kindness. And if you have trust issues, you're involving your reproductive and urinary systems. And if you have issues around humility, it's involving your circulatory systems. And if you have self-control issues, it involves the muscles and the skeleton. And as I said earlier, the respiratory system is about goodness. Now, all of that is fine 
to know that information. But there are three things involved with healing. There is the spiritual, which has to do with our connection with all that is, the Creator, our connection with God, whatever name you prefer. It's the second thing it has to do is our healing of our beliefs, which has to do with our mind. And the third thing is healing of the body itself. Now, I want to briefly say that if we are still doing the things physically that made us sick in the first place, you're going to be stuck. And a prime example of this is Say you have diabetes, and you're still eating sugars or highly refined foods and processed foods. The body will continue to be diabetic. And if you look at the mind part of that diabetes picture, it involves two systems. It involves the endocrine system and the immune system, which is love and patience. So you've got issues in two areas. And then, what is your relationship spiritually? Are you on a spiritual journey? Well, we all are. But are you lost spiritually? So these three things need to be addressed. And I'm sorry if it feels a little overwhelming. And yes, it can be a little overwhelming. But remember, on a healing journey, it's like eating an elephant, one bite at a time. Now I want to go back to the thought about our beliefs. How on earth does that make us sick and keep us sick? Well, our beliefs will cause stress. And I'm sure you have all heard that stress will cause illness. In fact, the Centers for Disease Control say that stress is probably the cause of 95% of illness. And I would like to say stress is probably the cause of 100% of our illnesses. If you're sitting back and saying, whoa, 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 I have a genetic illness. You know, I inherited this genetic disease from my parents. Yes, you did inherit. And... Somewhere along the line, that genetic disease happened. The, the gene was broken and broken somewhere down the line because of a belief that created the stress that created that genetic disease. And So how does stress cause the disease? 
let's just go back and look at what is stress. It's a word that we throw around all the time. But really, what is stress? It is our body's reaction to a perceived life-threatening event. And the reason I said perceived is sometimes we're getting stressed over something that really, truly is not life-threatening. But our bodies are telling us, yeah, this is life-threatening. And so what happens when we think there's a life-threatening something is our bodies put out some specific hormones to help us flee, run away from that life-threatening event. Now, granted, we no longer have saber-toothed tigers that we have to run away from in order to live. But if we have an event that our brain and our memories are telling us was life-threatening, and it doesn't have to be a big thing, then we're flooding our bodies with these stress hormones. Now, if you're not running away physically, then these stress hormones are just floating around in the body without anything to do, and they start breaking down our cells. They start breaking down things that will eventually make us ill. And the first thing that starts breaking down is the immune system. The one thing that we have in our bodies that keeps us healthy. The one thing. And if you're stressing yourself out 24 hours a day, seven days a week, that's why you're getting sick. And it just depends upon the belief that you have, the negative belief that you have that is causing the body to be flooded with hormones. Now, don't think of this stress as an actual physical event. It is an emotional event. It is an event involving our memories that we have that said, this is life-threatening. I need to be able to run away. And guess what, folks? That memory can be something as simple as nobody loves me. And why do you have that memory about nobody loves me? It could be any of a number of reasons. But because you do have that memory, that self-talk going on in your subconscious mind, which science has proven is like a MP3 player, like a tape player, like for those of you who have listened to records, 
it's like a record skipping and it's going back to the same spot over and over and over so that subconscious is saying nobody loves me nobody loves me nobody loves me over and over and it begins to break your body and create disease at its weakest spot and if we look specifically at love it involves the endocrine and the hormone systems folks when we come back from the break we'll talk about changing those beliefs don't go away opinions options answers you're listening to voice america health and wellness are you feeling stuck sometimes we just need a little help from a friend go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with dr marianne chase visit thehealingwhisper.com dr chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via skype or by telephone if you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and today we are talking about getting unstuck in our healing journey and us since jumping off the plateau that has us stuck in our healing. And before we get back into that, I would like to say you can find me on Facebook, the Healing Whisper page, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. Just before the break, we were talking about how your beliefs are the key to stopping this whole cycle of disease. And the beliefs that we have created are created through what can be called negative life experiences. But you can't just change the belief. Yes, you can, but really, you have to eliminate 
the belief. It would be like a computer virus. Let's just say you've got a Trojan horse computer virus. And you can change the virus a little bit by saying, well, it's just a Trojan virus. It's still a virus. It's still there. What you have to do is completely deprogram, eliminate that virus. Just like you have to deprogram, let's say, your human bio-computer. Eliminate that belief. It may not be that easy, and it may be very easy. Which takes me into, what do you believe about the belief? Do you believe it's going to be very difficult to change that belief? Then it's going to be. Change that belief into, it's going to be easy to change the belief. And the great thing about this is, you don't even have to know what that belief is. So how were these beliefs created in the first place? Remember I said that that we all have these life experiences that are considered negative. At least we considered them negative. And guess what? It doesn't necessarily even have to be your life experience. It could have been an ancestor's life experience. And yes, you do inherit beliefs. We know that there's this expression, the apple didn't fall too far from the tree, meaning how a child of a person is acting just like that person. And we tend to think that it's the way that child was brought up by the parent. But it very well could be that the child has the same belief about something as the parent. And, you know what? We can also develop beliefs through the negative life experiences of other people around us. This is a concept of of quantum physics. And it happens that that other person's vibration, that other person's illness, can really become or be put on us. Have you ever been in a room full of happy, positive energy people? And you just can't help it. That energy is infectious. You become positive and high energy. That is what conventions for all sorts of businesses and companies use, is that high energy to get their people motivated because they know that energy is transmitted throughout the entire conference room. 
Have you ever met somebody that you just enjoy being around that person? And just because they are a high-energy person, and the same goes for people that you don't want to be around them because of their energy. This is what is transmitted when it comes to disease. And that negative life experience, whether it's yours, an ancestor, or another person's negative life experience, it can be held in different parts of your body. And it can be held in all sorts of ways that you don't want it or that you do want it and on different levels of your being. That's actually a subject for an entirely different show. But just know that negative life experiences really will affect our entire body on entirely different levels for different people. That's why I personally think that hospitals are doing a disservice by putting everybody with a certain disease in the same room, which was called a ward back in the day, or even two people in the same room, and or on the same floor. That tends to be the lower vibration of that entire floor and the same vibration of the disease that's going on on that floor. So if you have to go to a hospital to visit somebody or be with somebody, please do so. But also, learn of ways that you can raise the vibration. And let me tell you this, watching shows on TV that our reality shows is not a good way to raise your vibration. So much negative going on and drama, drama, drama. That's just one little thing to help. And don't watch the news, even though you feel like you need to know what's going on in that outside world. The news is one of the biggest ways you can bring down your vibration. And folks, if it's important, you will find out what happened anyway. Unless, of course, you're a hermit in a mountain in the Himalayas and you're not even listening to this show anyway. So you've got these negative beliefs. And we know that you don't exactly have to know what the negative belief is. So, what do you do to change that negative belief and eliminate it? The only thing that I have come across to eliminate negative beliefs is the energy medicine modalities. Now, my favorite modality, as anybody who's following this show knows, is called the healing codes. And what the healing codes do is put in the energy to negate the energy coming out. 
But here's the really neat thing. It doesn't matter what energy medicine modality that you use. It matters that you do use it, not just say, I, I need to do something. That in and of itself, that procrastination, is with a belief that says, if I actually do something, then something bad will happen. It's about changing that vibration. So whatever energy medicine you use, use it with the intention of removing that belief. And just go back in this show and write down that list of emotions of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, trust, humility, and self-control. Write down that list and write down the body system that it is affecting. And when you do your energy medicine, just put in a request that this belief that's causing this disease of this system be deprogrammed, that it be removed. And you have to believe that it will. About a month ago, I had a lady on my show, Robin Brower, and she talked about intention. And she talked about attraction, the law of attraction, and how important believing that something would happen. And our minds, our bodies, don't know the difference between something that is vividly imagined and believed than reality. Because, guess what? That imagination, that belief actually is reality. And so what do you do? You've got this disease, and let's just say it is something like diabetes, and you're taking a medication. Put that imagination, that vivid picture of no longer having diabetes as not taking those medications, throwing them out. If you have a muscle problem of walking normally or talking normally, if you've got a brain issue, do that picture of being able to do whatever you can't do in your current state. Yes, folks, it is all about believing in order to change our beliefs and remove the negative beliefs and replace them with a positive belief. When we come back from the break, 
I will finish up on this thought about some other things that may be keeping you ill. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show, and thanks for sticking in there with me. This is Dr. Mary Ann Chase, and today we are talking about why am I not healing, or why am I stuck on this plateau of disease? And... Before the break, I was talking about how our beliefs keep us stuck and our negative beliefs lower our vibration. And the whole concept is to change the belief, reprogram that belief into a positive belief so that we can raise our vibration. And here is something that you can do that can lead you towards healing. And look at the words that you use surrounding a condition or a disease. Do you use words like my disease? Or do you use the disease? If you're using the word my, that means you're in possession of the disease. It is yours. And it's saying, I don't want to give it up. Do you say my cancer or the cancer? And guess what? Just acknowledging the word and acknowledging that this is something that needs to be removed will make a world of difference. And 
sometimes it's very difficult. I know my mother-in-law never wanted to admit that there was a disease or a condition. It's fine to admit that there is this disease or condition. What it is best not to do is possess that. Admitting it is half the battle because if you don't admit that, it's not there. If you admit that it's not there, but it really is physically there, it may be difficult to get rid of it. Just remember that words are things. And we've, we've talked about this before, where a word that we say, even the word that we write down, becomes a thing. And again, this is quantum mechanics at its prime. And some of the studies done by uh, Dr. Emoto on water prove that words are things. And that's why watching TV news, the words that are said, the images become things in your own body and mind. There's another thing that we need to look at when it comes to being stuck in a disease. And some people might call this karma. And others in the modern eras say, oh, well, this is genetic, which might be considered a karma. Karma is kind of used as a thought of a ancestor did something bad and I'm paying for their badness. That's a lot of times why people don't want to know what the skeletons in the closets are. <laughs> so, um, but yes, karma can exist because of that thing that we inherit the beliefs which cause us to do nearly the same thing that that ancestor did or feel that we still have to pay for their misdeeds. And that comes back down again to the belief And yeah, karma can be changed. You can change your vibration. And guess what? It does have to do with forgiveness. Who are you holding in unforgiveness? What are you holding in unforgiveness? Do you know about that ancestor that did something that might be considered unforgivable? Are you carrying that ancestor's belief that they are unforgivable? It's a very, very low vibration. Change that vibration by forgiving. Forgiving does not let the other person off the hook. It just lets you off the hook. And while you're at it, don't forget to forgive 
yourself. And I believe I've already spoken about what's called miasma, which is basically the other people around you and the energies that they are putting in to you. Folks, all of this, all of our beliefs, all of our negative life experiences, and let me take out the word our and put it in as change it to the, all of these beliefs, all of these negative life experiences are what is keeping us from healing. So let's deprogram it. Let's move forward. And what I want to tell you about right now is something real exciting coming up for me and Voice America, if I may say so. I'm starting a voiceamerica.tv show. It's about gardening, which you might wonder, what does gardening and healing have to do together? Well, it has everything to do because when you're gardening, you're reconnecting. You're reconnecting with the earth. You're reconnecting with other people. You're reconnecting with yourself. And because plants and the earth has a higher vibration you can't help but get better well folks it has come close to time for the end of the show which always comes so quickly I always close the show with a quote from Proverbs 4.23, which is a quote from a king that lived thousands of years ago, King Solomon. And he's talking about guarding the heart. The heart is our beliefs. And it's guarding us from the beliefs and things that other people bring to the table. And what he said is above all else. Guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. What guarding your heart means, folks, is first of all, deprogram those negative beliefs. Second of all, stay away from the things that lower your vibration, like television, like reality shows. Third, if you have to watch the news or be around negative people, know that you need to raise your vibration back up and guard your heart. So do something that makes you happy, that brings joy. Listen to music that is a high vibrational music, not a low vibrational music. There's lots of music out there that will raise your vibration and actually can help you heal. So again, I say, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. So until next week, Blessings.
Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.